<sighs> I held my breath for such a long time. Welcome back, everyone. You could have taken a breath. I it's know, okay. but I was like, can I do it? And then it went way too far. I, I think you, I, I'm glad you held out. I, you know, honestly, I think it's from all the running. You think so? I think so. Well, dude, if you think about it, and now you two were running like a five, a, a, what, a 5K every day? Every day we're there. I mean, me, every day I go, but like the two times a week you're running a 5K. That's that, pretty cool. You, know, you get a sticker for that on your car, so you get to feel like an asshole. Really? But yeah, man, I think that's definitely improved my lung capacity. I don't get gassed when I spar anymore either at the dojo. Really? Yeah, it's really great. Everyone's pissed off about it. Oh, shit. Here we Matt go. And Andy Tighten up. Andy and Matt. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Matt, and this is Andy, and we're here with Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. You just said the whole thing, man. I didn't even get to do the second part. You are greedy. You know what? I'm not sorry. Why do you I, do I am a little sorry. We talked about this before, like literally right before, and he just breaks my heart like this. You motherfucker. You know what? Uh, again, I'm not sorry. All right. Well, I'm going to fucking all the ad shit right now, so shut up. Uh, so <sighs> thanks for coming back. We're glad to see you guys, hear you guys, be with you guys again. You Stop it. Um, so, you know, you know where you can find us. We've got Facebook for all the podcasts. Uh, we've got Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. We've got Matt's Let's Try Something New where he throws up a lot. And then we've got the gas station with T-Money and white t-shirt all about trapping cannabis and Circle K. Uh, check all of us out. Facebook. Um, Apple are, Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We've got a website. That's highbirdproductions.com. Uh, that's going to be H-I-B-Y-R-D. Don't spell it wrong, because I always do. We also are on YouTube. Yep, we're on YouTube. We're getting all these social medias going on. Oh, mm-hmm. uh -oh. we're also somewhere else, and it's not Matt's Fet Life. Oh, it's TikTok, yeah, actually. Yeah, we're on TikTok now, guys. We got bored, and we decided we wanted to waste our time making videos uh, that mean nothing. That sounds like TikTok. Yeah, for sure. But it's at least 30 seconds of entertainment at a time. And uh, we figured you guys wanted to see more of our faces and hear a lot more of the heinous shit that comes out of our mouths. Uh, so you can find us on TikTok at, I believe it's Matt and Andy Podcast. I actually didn't make it. I'm pretty, I don't, no, I don't I'm thinking, okay. hold on. You know what? I'm just going to, I just want to be sure. Just going to double check, turn my volume all the way down, open my TikTok. He, he said to make sure your phone, your phones were silent. Uh, and then I'm the one pulling up like a video uh, yeah, app, like an I asshole. I put mine in airplane mode. Why do you put, oak oh, so it doesn't go off at all. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. You got to, you got to make sure. Yep. Okay. So it's going to be at Matt and Andy podcast. It's got the familiar cover for uh, our Bullshit, you know, for our album cover artwork and Spotify, and then we've got is, some is links that, is there. Is that the one where I have a goblin face? It's, I mean, it's just your face, bro. Maybe you just have a goblin face. Oh, you're mean. Dude, my face looks like a fucking lumpy potato. <laughs> you don't see me he's, crying he's, about he's it. It looks like a lumpy potato in the real world, too. Kind of. Hey, I never wow. actually thought of it like you that. You motherfucker. You do look like a goblin with your shit. You know what? You know what? We're friends. Let's not do this again. We already did this in the car. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we have a TikTok. God damn it! Right now there isn't much on there. Yeah, so yeah, Matt and any podcasts, come check us out. There's only one video. Like it, subscribe. There'll be more to come. We hope and go. No, no. What do you mean we? Yeah, Matt's gonna die tomorrow, and he just didn't tell anybody yet. How did you? Did you talk to my doctor? No, you look shifty. That's well, like, you only like look always? like that when you think you're gonna die. Yeah. I, so I always think I'm gonna die. Yeah. I mean, by I don't know, logic. man. Kind of. I think so. I feel like you're always anxious. Oh, uh, now I should I be anxious? Maybe. There's nothing in my hand. Okay. 
All right. So what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about, well, what you started with, actually, that you felt heartbroken. Oh, yeah. It's a hard time right now. Yes, it is. This is going to be an emotional episode. If I, start I didn't crying, mean to hurt you. If you start, if I start crying, will you hold me? Maybe. Cool. I'm going to punch you right in the stomach. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like human intimacy. It makes me uncomfortable. Oh, and he asked me for a hug and then says, yeah, so then says he's going to punch me. It will, oh. We hurt those who care you, about you us You dishonest motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, man. All I do is lie, lie, lie. Like a rug. Yeah. Or, um, shit, what else lies? An alligator. Uh, you know who else lies a lot? I think they. I think her her new Pinocchio? name her, her new name was bitch, right? Oh yeah. Wait, no, it was bitch, and, and then her and whore. and whore. Her adventuring name was bitch. Her, right? Her, no, her regular name was bitch. Her adventuring, adventuring name, name was, was whore. whore. Okay. But her adventuring <laughs> name was mine before that, and her. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Rising of Shield Hero, uh, go watch it. But I'm gonna spoil it. Spoiler alert. Say it so we have. Double. Spoiler alert. Um. The main character now, Fumi, comes into the world as the shield hero. Nobody wants to be on his team because there's some bullshit already being spread about him. The last shield hero, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yada, yada. He's, he's, he can't hurt anything because yeah. he's not. Su- he doesn't have a weapon. Super defensive. He figures it out later, though. He gets some shit and like absolutely ruins people's day. But he's like, oh, no one wants to be on my side? Well, this little bitch, who also happens to be the king's daughter. Um, I think it was She's like, of- you know what? I'll be on his side. Yeah, no. She's like, I'll help him. Helps him like out, figures it out really nice, blah, blah, blah. Gets him to spend all his money on gear. And then you know what this fucking bitch does? You know what this whore does? She uh, steals all of his shit. Gives it to the spear hero as a gift. Yes. Also acting like he had like raped her. And then they, instead of like going to get him, which was really funny too, because the guy's like, I'm going to go kill him. And she's like, don't, because he was asleep in his bed and nothing was wrong. Yeah. Then it's like, no, my plan. And uh, yeah, basically he shows up at the castle the next day and be like, yo, someone stole all my shit. And they're like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You raped my daughter. Get out of here. You're lucky we don't kill you. And he's like, I'll kill everyone in here. But he can't because he's only got a shield. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, heartbreak. And he just spends the whole time being hated. But he literally is the most competent one out of the bunch of them and like does the most good. He really does. I mean, we were all like, oh, he just bought a slave. That's questionable. And then he's like, oh, he's just taking care of her. Oh, I get it because he needs a partner. Yeah, he can't. He couldn't attack. Dude, that chick, that Stockholm syndrome shit was so rampant through the whole like she got the slave crest off. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. Don't put it back on. She's like, no, No, I'm going to put it back on to prove my devotion to you. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Even he's like, I'm uncomfortable. I don't he, like he, this. He, he kind of was no, yeah, for, with it. Not even kind of. He was like, I don't like this, that this is happening. I really like his little his his little companions that he carries under Those his cape. Those are not companions. <laughs> they are monsters that he throws at people. Yeah, the little orange balloons from the first part. He just uses those as a weapon to threaten people at first. I remember when like he's trying to deal with the shopkeep and he's like, here's a bunch of orange bullshit and they're like one copper. And but he's just like, gave that other do guy, you want to like, get your each. shit rocked right now? <laughs> They're like, oh, damn, I'm an NPC. I've got live ones that uh, that are probably a lot more. How much is this worth? (laughs) (laughs) Is it worth a fair price? Good. Tell tell your friends. Yeah, nah, dude. I, uh, I I do like, though, that he cultivated a little group for himself of people who gave a shit about him very quickly. Yeah, which was nice. You know, and honestly, I love Raftalia. She's such a sweetie. 
She is. And then Philo is an annoying little kid, but she's just cute. And I like that she's a big bird. She is. She's like, oh, God, oh, imagine man. if she turned into Big Bird from Sesame Street. That would be that's a big bird is a dire canary. And we, we all, we've already agreed on Did that. Did you know that there's mo- there's more than one kind of Big Bird, depending on where you're from? Really? Yeah. Like, I think there's like the Costa Rican Big Bird is like red and green. And then I believe there's a Swedish Big Bird that's like blue. Really? Yeah. And I didn't know that. Actually, you know who told me that? Jordan originally told me that there were like different co- kinds of Big Birds per region. That's I, I hadn't considered that <coughs> yeah me no no me either i didn't i was just like yeah he's yellow everywhere nope he's a different kind of bird can, can we get back to the heartbreak of the uh of the shield hero that we'll never get to see all the big birds in one place i am not because that is the stuff of nightmares is it i'd be more like oh no there's a bunch of teletubbies in here or oh I, what's scarier you walk into a room full of friendly big birds or you walk into a room full of soulless dead-eyed furbies Obviously. the dark harvest is about to begin <laughs> Have you seen that movie yet? Have I had you watch that? Uh, the Mitchell's, the Mitchell's movie, movie, The Dark Jesus. Harvest, oh. is about to begin. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. It was a pretty good movie. It was a pretty good movie. There was some heartbreak in that. Kevin, is that a, is that, what is that, a dick? Talk into the microphone? Yeah, I think that's that, what he's saying to you do. Know, I like how you did a diagram instead of just writing, talk into the microphone. Well, also, <laughs> How, how is that, Kevin? I will talk is into the microphone. From my face? How is this? Huzzah! Yeah, Matt, okay. stop trying to deep throat the microphone. I'm not. Okay. I um, will speak with purpose. All right, so back to our heartbreak. Um, so, yeah, now Fumi is a good... Uh, do you want to... Are there any... Because you keep saying, like, you're like, I can't be very helpful here because I don't know this, and then you name, like, 50 things. Is there any... Is there one you want to hit with? We'll go back and forth. Well, I know you I, got a couple. I, I actually wanted to continue with Naofumi, and I, 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 I honestly can't remember her. Her, I remember her adventuring name as mine. It was like the king's daughter, and yeah, how, how, and how she, and how betrayed he, how, how he actually after that betrayal, mm-hmm. he got his revenge, and he did. He, he got to uh, wild success. He, a, a part of him was like, is why do I like this so much? Is it because I know they're gonna, they're probably going to be sentenced to death for this? I guess so. But then he was like, yeah, no, don't do that. He's like, don't do that. Just make them make them live well, terribly. You know why, though? And I think because um, that's due in part to, you know, how he goes into like to the curse shield mode. Yeah. And he keeps getting those more nefarious shields absorbed. Uh, and they tell him, like, the more you use this mode, the more it's going to affect you. I think that's him fighting against, like, those urges coming from that curse gear. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 wait a minute. Don't, 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 don't kill him. You know, that's him, like, overcoming that, trying to, like, take him over. Because I feel like since it's, like, a curse thing, there's probably a fucking spirit in it. Yeah. That's trying to overtake him, you know, kind of like Juju Kai Satsu, pew, pew, monks and demons and shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was English. Yes, it was. Why don't we jump to your next to the next big heartbreak? I feel, um, I feel like there was probably quite a lot oh, in oh, uh, so many in Naruto. Do you not want to do one? Do you not have one lined up? I, 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 I don't. I don't have one not lined up off the top of okay. my head. So I'm just going to keep the Gurren Lagann one. I'm, I'll do Naruto so you can have a minute, but do do that one. Cause that's like I, your jam, bro. You got a drill I, on your I, goddamn I, keys. I do have a drill on my keys. That mine is the drill that will pierce the heavens. Exactly. But so you're gonna do that one. Honestly, I think that it was so it was a contributing bad. factor to when Simon happened to see Yoko kissing Simon. Kamina. 
he was destroyed. He was like, it's none of my business. It's none of my business. He just kept chanting to himself. Isn't he like that 10? Wasn't, yeah, but he still really liked her. How she was only not? like 14, I think, at the time. How could you not, bro? And it, he, he, that's why he was disheveled in the battle the next day. Yeah. He, he, he couldn't handle it until Kamina showed up and is like, stop being a wuss, you, you prick boy. And he fucking punched him in the face. Let me see you grit those teeth. Is what he, his exact words were, let me see you, let's see you grit those teeth. If you ever get into that kind of zone, do you want me to punch you in the face and say that to you? I... Maybe. What if I don't like? I'm not gonna try to like absolutely rock your shit, but like 20 percent just to shake you a bit. Yeah. Go All right. For cool. It. See, he's like, I'll take that punch to the chops. But if Annie hits me at 100 percent, I'll turn to dust. I feel like honestly, a punch from you would hurt like a motherfucker. You got uh, I don't big know. knuckles, bro. Uh, yeah, but I don't really. Like, look, dude, look at these. Look at these. Look at the dude right here. This is death. That's absolute. Look at why do you have such big fucking knuckles? What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Are you know. punching shit all day? Not really. Bro, these two absolutely to the side of the fucking head would just blow my brain out. I don't know. Oh, for sure. Look, and also, too, look at look at your guns. You got muscles now. I just... I, I, oh, I, stop, I, stop. I, fucking don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. Put that away. Oh, you'll see. I, I can... I'm I can just moving, I guess. This, I my fingers are double-jointed. My hands. Hey, could you What's going on for the audio? My fingers yeah, are double jointed. I'm trying to explain it, you know and the, I'm not doing so well you know because I don't emoji? know anatomy as well. The hang loose emoji, I could do it really well. The, the, the pinky and the thumb hang loose emoji, yeah. yeah. And then I just do it with my double jointed fingers. Ladies. Oh. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Back to the heartbreak. Yeah. We're, we really can't stay on task very long. I keep trying to keep you on topic. I, it's hard, man. I'm like a fucking kid who just ate, drank a bunch of sugar juice. That like sounds a, accurate. Like a five-year-old, you know? I have shoes on, too, so the world is my oyster. He's <laughs> taking a long, deep sip from his chocolate milk. He, look at this fucking throat animation. It's too real. <laughs> it's too real. <laughs> oh, stop. It's like looking at a bullfrog. <laughs> hang on. Let me see how... Hang on. Please fucking don't. I'm a th stop. It's so early. All I have is coffee. My, I'm nauseous. Y you should be. All right. Talk about more about Gurren thing... Go back to that. Because of how disheveled he was from seeing that, because he he hadn't admitted that he liked Yoko yet, but he admitted it to himself, and he knew how he felt. As soon as he saw her kissing, her kissing Kamina, he ran off. He was disheveled. He was upset. He was bothered he was for the next simp. mission. And it, until Kamina showed up and was like, stop being a wuss. Do this. Let's see you grit those teeth. I love that. And he he, he was like, okay, fine. This th this is awesome. I I've got this. I don't know. I, I feel like a punch to the face. And most people, if if they if they told me to to be tougher and just punched me in the face with a haymaker like that, I would be pretty <laughs> pissed off. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you would, right? I mean, like. But if he didn't have to throw that, they say a lot of people think that if he didn't have to get out of his gunman and run over to Simon to throw that punch, oh, then yeah, he wouldn't have had he to get out of his thing to yeah. go punch him in the face. He's like, Simon, open the hatch. He already cocked back. A he didn't say why. He's just like, okay, bro. And he he got punched right in the face. He's like, bro, that's so why? funny. That's so funny. He didn't even question. He was just like, yeah, okay. Open bam. the hatch. Yeah, I got you, bro. Yeah, I'll be like, Matt, open your door. And you'd be like, yeah, sure. 
blast. Now get outside. We're going shenanigans. But a lot of people think that because he had to get out of his gunman to run over there, if he had never gotten out of his gunman, he wouldn't have had to get back in. And if he didn't have to get back in, he wouldn't have been shot. I don't like no. By I don't. Like, let's not. That, we're we're no. We're not even going to listen that. I don't like that. I, I hear that theory and I don't like it because it like takes it away either. from the severity of the situation and the true sacrifice. So we're going to just ignore that like we've never heard it before. I did hear it. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep those guys in my heart the same way they've been for the past 10 years. Okay. Talk about the next heartbreak. The next No, I I do no, one. within you do that one. show. Uh, oh, I, there's three big ones in my opinion. Or do you uh, want me to hit the next one? I, I want you to hit the All next right, one. All right, will you hit the last one? Sure. You got to hit it well. You got to really hit the describer on that cuz that is a fucking heartbreaking thing. Is it the one that I think it is? Matt, if you don't know which one it is, I don't know why we're even here, bro. Okay. okay <laughs> How many times have we watched Gurren Lagann together? How many times have you watched it solo? I, I'm just worried you're going to hit the one I'm thinking of, and it's like, oh, fuck. No, no, no. If that's the second one, and I'm the third one, no, you'll, then why am I going to... The gonna... second I say the one that I'm going to say, you're going to know which one is the next one. Okay. So the one I'm going to say is um, bouncing off of the last one when Kamina dies in battle. Yeah. So now, you, now that I've said that, do you know the next one I'm yes. talking about? Thank you. So... Basically, this is like when they're first coming to being like actually like a threat to the what are they called? The beast people? I'm not gonna say beast stars because the beastmen. The beastmen. League of Extraordinary Beastmen. <laughs> Gentle Beastmen. Beastmen, the Golden Army. Beastmen uh, two. <laughs> Sorry. The rebeastening. The rebeastening. <laughs> beastmen five. The beast boys. What? The because you can't say beastie. Well, you could say um, the Beast Boys. The Beast Boys. They, they, they have like a band, like yeah, the Beast Boys. Yes, that's the joke. <laughs> they're wearing Hawaiian shirts and khakis, and they're playing ukuleles and like kettle drums. It's not. It's not good. But no. they made five of them. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds um, like a sci-fi original movie. Yeah, you know. Well, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I feel it'd be the like Beast a. Boys. It'd be like a two a two cent studio for anime. Okay. Yeah, it looked terrible. The plot would be bad. All right. Tell me about yes. this heartbreak. So when Kamina dies in battle, um, I think this moment is pretty intense because it's like when they're first starting to get competent in like their power and being able to fight back. They're getting more bullshit together. The humans are rallying, and then that fucking guy gets like wiped the fuck out. But basically, Kamina takes what was it? A spear, right? Or was it that double-sided bullshit? Like I know he didn't. He didn't get. He didn't get blasted. Then he got fucking cut. He, he got blasted up. Yeah, like, and then he got duped, and, right? And, and then he was bashed, and then he stabbed yeah, into the okay. ground with that spear. Okay, so yeah, so he gets shot, blammed, and then stabbed. And like, you know, whenever you watch like a big mech anime, like Gundam, Big O, fucking even Jablagla. He, he tries getting up and is smacked back down yeah. by, by Viral, who yeah. sh shows up and is like, you forgot this, you naked ape. Yeah. And hits him with the sunglasses, boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck you guys. But, like, you know how uh, in Gundam, when, like, a pilot gets injured within the Gundam, it's always like, oh, if it's really bad, you just see, like, a lot of dark blood. And, yeah. like, they don't show you half of their body, even though they still have both of their arms to fight with for the last couple of seconds that they're alive. So it was that view. And Kamina's like, I ain't going down like a bitch. Gets up, calls Seaman to fucking fuse. Seaman. 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 What did I say? Seaman. <laughs> Calls Simo <laughs> Enus Anus What did I say? Anus <laughs> um, So they God damn it They fuse The whole sunglasses bullshit comes out 
he this is like the big bang attack that got my dick hard for this anime because I hadn't seen anything that intense since Dragon Ball Z. Okay. So what was it? The Giga Drill Break? The Giga Drill Bro, Break. Bro, he's just like he so they're in the cockpit, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you remember the lines better from the show than I do, but he says, um, like this is our final mission together. Uh, let's or finish up this, this last, last mission. mission to, yeah. Like Simone does not understand in the moment that Kamina is gonna die. Like, no. he doesn't, he just like, oh, he took a big hit. Like, he doesn't know how fucked up he is because he can't see inside C-Lo the robot. just thinks, we're done after this. Yeah, this right? is like, the cool. big deal. We get to be de-bop-a-boo. And he's, like, so excited. He's like, yeah, bro. And then they go into the fucking giga drill break, and it does that, like, wash out into the fucking power attack color because, like, they're, like, screaming in the cockpit. The black and white sketch drawing. Yeah, the... but, like, it was, like, tinted green because that was the color of the spiral energy. Yeah. So it's, like, this Big Bang attack. They're both doing the classic, like, anime scream into the Big Bang attack. Fucking real intense. And then it does that cool, like, cut through where, like, um, what was the name of, like, the, the robot they piloted? Gurren Lagann? Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was, the... like, just, oh, no, because the team is Die Gurren. So, uh, yeah, Gurren Lagann just, like, does that thing where it, like, shoots behind the thing. It kind of goes into, like, black and white shrouding bullshit. And then you see that big, like, line slice across, and then the fucking enemy guy, like, explodes. Yeah. They land, and everyone's like, fuck, yeah, we did it! And everyone's, like, cheering and shit. And then they're all like, wait, where's Kamina? And then, then they open the cockpit. No, well, Kamina, right? no, Kamina says, remember, Simone, don't, don't believe in the me that believes in you. Don't believe in the you that believes in me. Believe in the you that believes in you. And, and, then, and then he says, later, later, buddy. Later, buddy. I and, think, doesn't in Japanese he says later, bro, I think. He 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 might have in, in the Japanese one, but I, I watched the English cry, dub, bro. It, and it's it's kind of it, it's it's kind of dickish, I think, a little bit later that Keaton is like, I'm not going to say anything cheesy like later, buddy, or something like that. Yeah, but that was Keaton, and that was like who he was, and everybody just accept that he's going to die an asshole because he yeah. was an asshole. But even like the way he did it and the smirk that they both shared, like. Fuck, man, I can't. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm too sensitive and tender for this right now. Are you ready for the last heartbreak? Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, no, this one's gonna... I gotta take off my glasses for this, because I know this one's gonna hurt me a lot. So after the his heartbreak, there they they take on Lord Genome, the, the Spiral King, mm-hmm. and they fight him, and they win. Uh, oh, but don't... You can't... You say fight him and they win, but you really have to mention the fact that Bunta turned into a fucking person. That, that no, no, I'm not. I haven't even gotten close to that part yet. Wait a minute. Oh shit! Is there something else? I'm, I'm, I'm not talking even about, about Lord Genome. You're talking about the anti spirals. I'm talking. Yeah, oh, okay. So the oh fuck, I totally forgot about this. All right, I got another one after this. We're crying today, everybody. We're crying today. Well, I, I was going to talk about the one at the end. Well, but you're t- the one you're talking about right now. What is no, this one? No, I'm, no, I'm working up to it. Are you into it? Okay, yeah. okay. Is there, a, is there a one that... No, you- no, 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 no. I just, like, got confused on why you mentioned this part and didn't just go straight to it. I just want there to be some no, kind of... 100%. Okay. All right, I'm so back after, to ready to cry. After his, they fight Lord Genome. They win. They w- The human beings win back the surface of the earth. They start populating. They start living their lives. They start developing culture and technology and society. And the, uh, uh, he's Simon. He's living as what supreme commander, Simon, with Nia, the, the girl that he found that was... A discarded doll to the to the Spiral King to Lord Genome, and they had gotten really close, 
but mm. after a certain number of people were born, there was uh, like, an attack. Yes. So basically, the reason that the humans were shoved underground in this anime was because there's like these spooky space denizens uh, who the, will basically awaken and absolutely wipe out the universe if they sense too much spiral energy. Humans apparently have a knack for fucking producing spiral energy. So that's why they were shoved underground and made to be like mole people who didn't know shit about nothing. So essentially they start getting like too much spiral energy concentrated on the planet and then the spooky space monsters wake up. And this is when you learn that Lord Jino, the spy the spiral king, the bad guy of the last wasn't one, a bad guy. he wasn't really he was he was a bad guy, but he had a purpose and he's he like had Donzo. meaning for it. He's like yeah, Donzo. Absolutely. It's funny that I like that too when I reference these characters from Shippuden. Like I've talked to you about it so much, like you know who they are, even though you haven't seen Shippuden. Which we will watch. Yeah, no, we'll get we're gonna get there, guys. Don't worry. He he wants to do it. We're gonna do it. I know we said we're gonna do a lot of shit. We're still trying to play some games that we promised. It's coming. This attack that is it's perpetrated by the anti-spirals on the people of the planet that are on the surface finally, they are, as they're being attacked, Nia is made to be their messenger, oh, their, yeah. their envoy of the anti-spirals. And she is taken from Simon. She is just removed from Earth. Yeah. And Simon spends the rest of the series getting her back. Like, mm. he, he fights the anti-spirals, he fights his way to them, Here through comes. all sorts of shit, this and that, and as soon as he gets back, as soon as he gets back to her, they get married, and as they are standing at the chapel to get married, and she says, I do, she fades away to nothing, because they both knew that she was anti-spiral energy, that's and what she was, the they both knew, and they both knew it would turn out that way, so the biggest heartbreak is not for any of the characters, but for you, as the viewer who has been watching all of this unfold and you see him fight all this time and finally get to, get to the end, he finally gets to the happy happy ending it, he deserves and it's taken from him in an instant. And he says, that's OK. I'm still going to choose to live happy. Mm. You OK? I need a minute. It's a little bit of a sore spot. It's here. It's a powerful moment. Oh, and and even uh, I think Gimme. It was Gimme or Dari. One oh of yeah, them, like one of them says, bastard. "Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he just use the power of the spiral to bring them back? To bring back the people who died? To bring back Nia?" And he's simply one of the adults. I can't remember who says it to him. One of the adults. <laughs> yeah, uh, says Simon's not a god. That's not something that he can do. It doesn't work that way. It's also something that shouldn't be done. You know, they're gone. That's that's you, what's dead stays dead, which can roll us into another heartbreak mm. that I actually do want to mention. Mm. As soon as I'm done showing the Starburst. Yeah. Why do you not learn to not eat chewy candies on this show yet? It's delicious. I know, but we're like podcasting. You fucking come on. You're I, like a kid. You will not stop me from enjoying my snacks now. Just enjoy it when the mic's not in front of your mouth. Bang. I'm always hearing your wet now, chew. See, seeing if we can roll right into this next heartbreak from he takes no responsibility. The dead being dead, who should stay dead? Doesn't even, doesn't even care. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. He wasn't, like, dead, though. He just got taken to the gates of death. Their mother was. 
Oh, yeah, that's what you're talking. Yeah, no, you're fucking. But I mean, they're stupid ass kids. Yeah, they they just want their mom back. I don't really fault them for that shit. You know, they just want their mom back. Like they had they literally had nobody. Their dad was like a fucking demigod. Actually, there's basically a god fucking off somewhere. And the mom he was never a, he remarried. He was a no-show dad. Yeah, that was came, a demigod. I show up every once in a while, and I give him a pat on the head, and then I leave. And wow. Then I tell my wife I love her, and she goes, I'm crazy, and I have Stockholm Syndrome probably. But, like, yeah, no, nah, I don't fault those kids for that. They just wanted their mom back. And no one, like, took care of them. They were just like, ah, stay in the house by yourself. Your dad will send you money. Didn't Pinaco... Take kind of, of but like not enough, obviously, because they tried to fucking bring back their dead mom. <laughs> you know what? It's like this, is there something on my glasses? Probably. Yeah, I know. Forever. What about Shao Tucker? Get out. <laughs> Why are you you're trying to make me cry before this episode's over, aren't you? You is. You bastard. Okay. So Shao Tucker. That was a big heartbreak. Edward. It was not again. It was. A, it, I believe that he felt that heartbreak later in the series. I want to let you know, like himself, but when, not when we did. We're as pissing off a lot of people right now. That's fine. Like so many people are mad at us for that, but it is heartbreaking. It is. It is heartbreaking, and it's awful. What was more heartbreaking to you when, like, she came out and was like Edward, or when Scar killed her because he's like, "You poor fucking thing." I think it was because when it was when she was discovered, when he when he discovered what she was, that was the saddest. Part. Yeah, Scar killing her hit me the hardest. I was like, damn, like that's a mercy kill, but boy, how like you could see the pain in his heart. He was like, I have to kill this child. It, it's it's in pain. It's suffering. If anyone is, could go back and kill baby Hitler instead of that ghost, it would have been Scar. Scar. Okay, I guess I'm just gonna get that glare forever because it's just it's there. We're yes, you are. Um, why don't you why don't you throw in one of these heartbreaks? Because I did yeah, the last two, and, right. I, and I want to I want to break here. All right, I could be sad. Um, hold on, let me get a little sip of this H two O because my mouth's dry. <sighs> Believe this guy. You ate a fucking Starburst. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, eating, um, I'm eating another one. Well, you know how I'm a big fucking Naruto guy, and I am wearing an Ichiraku Ramen Shop T shirt with Naruto on it. So I'm gonna just talk about Naruto because I'm one trick pony, but I do the trick. Pretty good. Can you imagine the kind of PR they could have gotten if they used they Naruto? Did. Like they did. Just, I'm sorry. He, they did, bro. Like for sure, they took advantage of that shit. Naruto endorsed the fuck out of them, and I believe in the Boruto series. He's got like a super noodle shop now. That's pretty cool. Because it's like the restaurant of the hero, bro. He That's all he ever ate was ramen. I don't know how he has any liquid, like, every shit he took must have just, like, fallen out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know, there's not, oh, noodles, broth, and meat. Then, I'm, I'm oh, sure veggie. he ate other things. Uh, barely. You know what? Uh, the only time I've seen he him eat, I, I'd, I'd seen him eat anything but ramen, it was, wasn't it in the, like, in the first, in, in the original Naruto series, not Shippuden, not Boruto, but he was tied to a post in the beginning yeah. and, and he was fed by He's someone had else. He's a few different things throughout the series, but his main diet consists of ramen, ramen and instant ramen because he is a fucking child and no one took care of him. I was going to say that's a lot like what I eat, but... Yeah, you just are not a fucking functioning adult. You're a 30-year-old with a 5-year-old appetite. Yes. Yeah, you, dude. Your main course of meal is chicken nuggets and chocolate milk. 
I eat other things. I eat lots of other things. Why don't you tell me what those are? I am not we'll about if, to. We're not here to talk we'll about what I eat. fits into the five-year-old what, diet. What, what I eat is a different episode. Cheese sticks. What I eat is Mozzarella a different. Mozzarella sticks. Eating is a different show. Steakums. Don't forget spam. Spam, which is fucking gross. He doesn't Says even him. cook it. He just eats out of a can like a monster. I do cook Little it. Little fucking goblin. I don't have to cook so it because Naruto it comes Uzuma- fully cooked. So Naruto Uzumaki is a sad motherfucker. Have you heard the tale of your, Naruto Uzumaki? Your mother. So this poor bastard, to start off the tragedy, is born on the day that Obito Uchiha comes back as Toby and decides to piss off the nine-tailed fox. So you're just going to ramble his whole story because it is, it, is, it is basically just heartbreak over and over. Matt, did you literally said I want you to do one, and then you've just not shut the fuck up since I've been trying to... T- do you want me to do one, or do you want to just chatter the whole time? Shut up! God damn! Yeah, thank you, you prick. So, Nine-Tailed Fox. Ninjas are incompetent. No one can stop this thing. <laughs> Naruto's dad is Minato Namikaze. He is the fourth Hokage at the time. His wife, Kushina, is Naruto's mother. You, you, are you with me so far? I am with you so far. So basically what happens in this instance is nothing can be done to stop the nine-tailed fox. It is enraged. It's out of its hold. Obito Uchiha is controlling it, so there's a little bit more f- heavy level of difficulty in stopping this thing. So as the Hokage, whose wife is fucking giving birth while this is happening, brings her to like this secret training fallout bunker shelter thing and is literally teleporting back and forth between like commanding the ninjas, getting shit together and then going back to help his wife give birth. That's cool. Dude, this guy is a fucking bad motherfucker. Like I, one of my top tier characters. Love this guy. Okay. So, he's doing this shit, that shit's happening, that she has the baby, and then, like, honestly, she's an asshole, because Naruto could have at least had a mom, probably, if she didn't do this dumb shit, but after she has the baby, she's like, I gotta go help my husband, gotta get out of here with my baby, she goes outside, stupid move, guess what finds her, big scary fox thing. Because he's just, this guy's like trying to fuck up everything. So essentially what winds up happening is she can't get away from the attack. Minato's not going to let his wife and child die. He jumps in to intercept the hit, but the nine-tailed fox has got like an 800-foot-long tail. So it pierces them both, right? Doesn't get Naruto. So he goes, well, I have an idea. We can seal this thing, but it's got to be in a newborn baby, and I'm about to die. Oh, look, a baby. So, he goes, my son, I am sorry, but you are being sacrificed. (laughs) Puts a ritual sealing bullshit on his stomach, which was also cool, though, because he sealed a little bit of her chakra and a good portion of his chakra inside Naruto, so he would eventually get to meet his son anyway and come out in a time where he really needed to. But then he seals the nine-tailed fox in this motherfucker. And he's dying while he's doing this. And then Saratobi, the third Hokage, the old fucking man, shows up. He's like, take care of my son. He's like, I promise. That lion piece of shit. <laughs> that, I fucking hate that guy. He didn't do shit. He's like, here's a paycheck, you, you four-year-old. Figure it out. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So right there, dead parents, 
monster sealed inside you, man who said he would take care of you did fucking not. Then the whole village hates his guts just because he happens to have the thing inside of him. And it's like, he, that is a, he is a, that's a boy. That is he, a he child. Did, he didn't do anything. Yeah, but they're like, fuck you, piece of shit. Except for Shikamaru and Choji. Those were his boy. Don't you fucking eat another Starburst right now. Okay. Yeah, they were cool people. Yeah, those were his real friends. And then Hanada obviously was like, oh, he's great, which good for you. You stuck to your fucking guns. And she, it makes me happy. It does. Because she was like, you're a good person, like, the whole fucking time. And she's just like, I just want to love you. And he's just like, I'm stupid as hell. I'm trying to do my best. And she's like, yeah, I want you to do your best. Okay, so I'm going to quick... Please notice me. I'm going to quick run through the rest of these heartbreaks real quick. So we get over the Naruto thing. Uh, Let's see. So Sasuke Uchiha, his brother literally kills his entire clan, fucks with him, and then leaves him to, like, live his life to become more powerful to kill his brother. Itachi Uchiha kills his entire fucking clan besides his baby brother because they were going to, like, take over the leaf village and kill a shitload of people um what else fucking kakashi lost obito as they were just becoming friends and then he also chidori spear chested fucking rin through the heart which in turn broke obito's heart again and made him into the more big villain which now kakashi would have to deal with he's killed a friend he's lost a friend his dad fucking killed himself He's got everyone he's ever tried to love dies wow and he's he's you know what really fucks me up when he goes home he says, I'm home. And when he leaves, he goes, I'm leaving. There, there is no, no one, fu- not even a cat. There is no one there. Not a soul in his, uh, not even a fish. I don't even think there's a plant in there. Wow. Nothing. He's so lonely, bro. And then let's see what else. Fucking Rock Lee gets absolutely fucking wrecked. And they're like, you might not, you, you can't be a ninja anymore. Heartbreak. And then they're like, we could do a surgery, but you might die. And he's like, fuck. Yeah, all right. Do the surgery. Do the surgery. Fuck it. Do the surgery. Gara was fucking abused and uh, repeatedly tried to get like murdered. Oh man, by, by people he cared his about. His older oh, brother, like, his older brother, like what the fuck? Um, God, what else? He was definitely regarded as a fucking spooky demon. Zaw- fucking Haku. Oh my God, Haku, that poor little bastard, abandoned, beaten, probably other horrible stuff done to. Finally gets taken care of. And then dies. By, by Zabuza. Zabuza, Zabuza he was... was a, he was a complicated man. He was. Complicated guy. And even he was trying to do a coup because the Miss Village had become, like, too cruel, and he wanted to stop that shit. Yeah. So, like, sad marauder there. Fucking, oh, God, who else? There's so many people. It's all sad. Asuma Sensei fucking getting wrecked. Oh. Dude, that moment when Shikamaru lit that ghost blunt. Very oh awesome. my fucking god, man! That when Choji was ready to die for During his friend with Jura as Obo. a thirteen-year-old, he was like, "Ah, fuck it. this punch is worth my whole life. I'm, gonna I'm take, just gonna kill you and dude, take it. I'm I, gonna take your uh, this punch." He's just like, "If I take this pill, it will release my full power, but I'll probably die afterwards." And he's just like, nah, "Okay, gotta do it. Gotta do it." What the fuck? He was thirteen. Yeah. Ah. Ned, oh, Neji. And, and, the, and, then, and then after it, and then after that, that pill, after that battle. He blacks out in the he, fucking woods. He, he fucking, the, it shows, it shows. It makes Shikamaru's you think he died. really sad sitting outside the hospital wing. Yeah. Like, and Tamari's like, what's your fucking problem? Didn't you get emotional training? And he's just sobbing like it's a like, baby. What? <laughs> what? what? And <laughs> they just like, training? you shoot over to that and it's just them beating the shit out of them with a stick. Stop fucking crying. <laughs> why? Throw sand in their eyes. This is the fucking sand village. That's why. This is basically Nazi Germany. That's terrible. I know, dude. They were scary before the reform. Just yeah. like Germany. 
Now back to Neji, like uh, you were saying. Neji fucking. So that was in where I think that was the um, the pain thing, the pain arc. Yeah. Uh, when Pain attacked the Leaf Village and Naruto was down and Hinata jumped in to intercept all these black fucking spikes and Neji was like, my duty is to protect, protect the main line of the Hyuga. And he just fucking, he, he fucking Byakugan 8 trigram 97 million palms like looked and was like, those are the only two that are going to hit them and fucking just, and he was like, oh shit. <laughs> and he just stood there for a second and then like, they're like, Neji, no! And then he just, and then oh. I think his dad, or no, the dad of the of Hinata was there, and he was like, "Oh shit, shit!" <laughs> <laughs> like, huh. and then Neji was just like, "At least I'll be free," and then dies. Oh god, I'm getting fucking sad. Be a big boy. In he was always really <laughs> super about the whole main branch, side branch. The yeah, family, well, because it was important. It, because it he was, was basically a it was his way of life. bodyguard slave. Yes, because of that crest. God damn it. Fuck that crest. That sucks. Oh, man. Uh, Jiraiya really hurt me the most. You and think like, so? Yeah, well, because you know why. Because, like, he loved Tsunade forever. He never actually, like, was with anybody. Ever. Like, he probably fucked a bunch of chicks because he was a legendary Sonin and probably a hot motherfucker in his youth. But, like, he never, like, loved anybody. Like, he never had a relationship and he even said to Sonata, he's like, I know, blah, 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 before I go off on this mission, yada, yada, I'd love you, blah, 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 maybe when if, if, if she was like, if I make it back, you'll let me take you out. And she's like, yeah, all right, fine. And then he never fucking goes back. But like, he gets killed by essentially, well, two, because the Nagato version of pain is not actually him. It's being controlled by the fucking other guy. But... He gets essentially killed by three of his children. Whoa. Because during the Great Ninja War, that he was in the third Great Ninja War, he literally, like, stopped fighting for a while because they found these kids, and he was like, I can't leave you guys here defenseless. So he trained them to be ninja, like, good ninja. Like, for a couple years almost, he was like, ah, you fucking got it. I ain't, you don't need me. And he trained them to be competent ninja. And then he's like, I got to go. Like, he got called back. They're like, you have to come back. And he's like, I'm sorry, guys, got to go. And then he never saw him again. But then he goes and he's like, oh, God, no, it's you guys. And then they just like, he tries. He gets a couple of them. Like, he really tries to fight it out. But he ends up just getting, like, bested. And he dies. Uh, spoiler alert. Honestly, no, you know what? Fuck you guys. If you haven't seen Shippuden by this point in time, like, it ended in, like, 2015. Get, get on your shit. I didn't see it. Honestly, I think our show should just start with there's probably a spoiler alert in here somewhere. Don't watch our show if you'd want to know shit later when you don't you fucking put that Starburst. Actually, you know what? You know what? You're not talking now. Eat your fucking treat. But like he gets absolutely slaughtered, essentially, by his babies who have become evil because so much bad shit happened to them in his absence. And he felt responsible for it, too. That's pretty terrible. And then to double the hit, Naruto literally has like four people who are like parental figures to him. And Jiraiya was the closest fucking thing he ever had to like a father figure. Because Jiraiya uh, uh, trained Minato. That was his little squad. Yes. And then Minato trained Kakashi. But like 
he was like, basically, this is his grandfather by proxy. I could see that. And now, like, the most important, like, adult, like, male figure he had in his life, outside of, like, Aruka Sensei and Kakashi and, you know, whatever, is just gone. And he had no idea he even left. He oh. just, Jiraiya just left the village. So he didn't even find out what happened for a minute. And then the funeral. That's terrible. Oh, bro. It, what a way to find out. It absolutely shatters my heart to think about that moment. And then I'm going to jump to another one that breaks me. So, Itachi Uchiha, double agent in the Akatsuki, forever. I think Akatsuki? I think that's how you say it. Everyone says it differently. Who cares? He basically is making sure to report what's going on inside this terrorist group to the Leaf Village as best he can and try to, like, stop shit from happening without getting caught. Itachi gets sick at a certain point. And the reason that all the uh, Akatsuki paint their nails, usually like a dark purple, some of them do black, some of them do red, is because like most of the sicknesses you can see it's starting in their fingernails. Like you can see like under the nails if the skin's like dark or it doesn't look healthy or whatever. So that was like a common practice of painting your nails to hide that. He was sick and dying for like most of the series. He was like, I'm going to go out sooner than later. So he started intervening with like Sasuke and Naruto more and more to convince Sasuke to get the power necessary to kill him because in his mind he's like my brother is not going to find any peace unless I am I die by his hands and he knows that the whole time he knows that so finally he's like come get me bitch and he's waiting for his brother to come get him he fucks with Sasuke so fucking hard man he's like in 10 genjutsus before he even gets inside the fucking building back and forth back and forth back and forth they're both like extremely like They've got a large prowess at this time. Like, Sasuke is fairly competent now. They're going back and forth. Lightning blades. Fucking Susano's popping off. Big explosive bullshit. Chidori. Fucking fireball juice. Like, crazy shit. Amaterasu. Kamui. Like, all this crazy high-level Uchiha bullshit flying around. And finally, you can see it. Itachi just stops fighting so hard. Like, you can see this, if you watch, like, I've watched this, like, the, that fight so many times, like, you can see there's a shift in what he is throwing out now. Because he's not, like, he's like, I'm tired. And he feels like he is winning right now, and I'm just going to let it happen. So he just, like, starts taking it easier on his baby brother. He's not throwing out his heavy techniques. And then you see him cough up blood. Whatever the sickness is, I don't remember specifically what it was, but that was also heavily affecting him. So, like, you know how this fight ends, bro? You know how this fight ends? They both deliver a devastating hit to each other, and then Itachi locks him into a wall, basically. Like, but not like Genjutsu, like fucking concrete power. Like, whatever he did, he's, like, locked into a wall. And Itachi, dying, walks towards Sasuke with his fucking fingers out and taps him on the forehead and then slides down a little bit and then dies. The significance of that... Are you tearing up over there? No, I'm just stuffy. <laughs> the significance of that... Is that every time Sasuke wanted to like play with him or train with him or do something and he had to go on a mission or was just too busy, he'd go later, little brother, and poke him in the forehead. That's pretty heartbreaking. And then he just that's the last thing he does is he taps Sasuke on the forehead, a little bit of blood, and then dead. And Sasuke is just like shook. He's like, oh God, I killed my brother. <laughs> you know, he's like, it's all I wanted and now he's dead. I wanted this for so long. Yeah. I wish I knew what it was. Absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, super sad. Naruto's full of a lot of sad time. It really is. So many people just don't make it. Kira and I, you know, also the other side of that Asuma thing, Asuma, uh, Kira, Kira, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to get so much shit for the way Kira I'm pronouncing I, these I'm names. I'm pretty sure her name is Kira and I. Yeah. She's like... 
oh yeah, I have his baby now. <laughs> She's just gotta be like, yeah, your dad was a great ninja, not good enough to be alive, but, but he great. was still good. He was a good guy, and everyone's like sad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention Star Toby's death because he's a piece of shit. Can I can I mention? Uh, have you seen a comedy got kill? I have. I think we watched that together. But there's one more thing I just want to hit you with real quick. The cool thing about the whole Itachi thing is Sasuke gets to see him again. And Naruto also gets to see his dad again in like full form because of the reanimation jutsu at the end. And the only reason that they are successful in breaking the reanimation control and getting rid of Kabuto to stop all that bullshit is because Itachi's like, the weakness of your jutsu is that I am here. And he's like, what? And he's like, boop, and it breaks. And then they <laughs> fuck him up. That's awesome. Yeah, and then just seeing Minato Namikaze fight with his fucking son. It was Naruto's birthday, too. <laughs> when everything was finished, like, he was, like, fading away back into, like, the chakra spirit world. And he's like, that's, okay, that's the last heartbreak. And it's Naruto's birthday. And he's just, tiddly diddly diddly And he's like. <laughs> he's I thought like, you were going to say he says happy birthday. No, he says happy birthday, Naruto. And he's like, I'm going to be the best fucking ninja I can. To. Like, tears and just. He's like, I'll tell your mom you said hi. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. That's powerful. But yeah, do your Kame got killed because I'm really bummed out now and I need a break. I feel like a Kame got killed was mostly heartbreak because 15. it was mostly heartbreak because it uh, it introduces it did almost like a Game of Thrones kind of thing where it'll introduce this character with this backstory and their motivation and they, they form relationships and <laughs> friendships and then they're, they're suddenly killed look, outright in a brutal fashion. It's like, look, they're people. Because <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> I know what you're talking about It just hurts every time It does and it's like wow I got to really know this person And now she's Dead. Being eaten alive by a By a dog monster <sighs> That's gonna, gonna fucking say that when I hate that thing You hate that thing I hate that thing man I wasn't a big fan of it No I don't think anybody was The scissors were cool though The scissors were pretty cool I liked how he was just like I have a sword <laughs> now I got Big Brother's armor, which was really cool. That was really cool, but I didn't want that guy to die. I like him. Incursio, I think. Yeah, was the name of that one. Very awesome armor, mm -hmm. Bulat. Bulat, great dude. Yes, but moving right along, uh, next the next heartbreak. Mm, Iron Blooded Orphans. I have not seen it. All right, so I mean, you've heard me talk about it before, so I'll just hit you with like a quick like highlights. So. This is like the probably the newest Gundam to be out minus the new Gundam seed that's going to be coming around soon. I don't know if it's a series. I think it's a movie. But either way, excited. Um, they're basically so how this starts off is they're all basically like either child soldiers, child slaves or human debris, which is basically there's so many people running around in space and shit. If pirates like capture your ship, kill everybody, they usually take women and children and weak men and then they're sold off as what is called human debris, as in like the debris that came from a shipwreck. So they're basically slaves. They have no value. They're lifeless, whatever. So this is a military group. They're on Mars, blah, blah, blah. They basically survive on child labor. These are all like mostly kids and like young, like teenagers who are like running the show. But they piss off the big military unit, Gallahorn. They come in, they're fucking shit up. The adults try to like ab abandon ship. The kids stay and fight, start winning. And then they shoot off like this flare over the fucking battalion fleeing. And then the military immediately goes, oh, fuck these kids and starts attacking those guys. They go back inside, everything's chilled, the Gallahorn leave, and then the remainder of the adults come over. They're like, what the fuck? And then they kill them. They're just like, anybody who wants to stay, you can. 
you're going to work with us. Anybody else, we're going to kill you right now. And they're like, bullshit. And like three people step over, like an accountant, one little spineless piss ant, and then someone else who was a pretty cool dude. And obviously the mechanic likes the kids. And then they sh fucking kill everybody else. Wow. Right? So they're finally free. Like that's like they're, hey, yeah, we're cool. We're not fucking garbage anymore. Dope. We're in charge. So like it goes from that. They change their name to Tekadon. Uh, and then they're like, hey, we're going to be a mercenary unit. They fall in line with some people. They get... Like, they think they're going to get blown up, and then they actually get, like, a contract, and they join, like, this bigger, like, family corp group. It's, like, basically, like, space mafia. Um, things are going well, and then shit just starts going real fucking bad from there. Real fucking bad from there. The first big heartbreak is one of the dudes who is also human debris. I cannot fucking remember his name for the life of me. But he lost his brother. Like, he got sold off from his brother. Okay. They fight this pirate group who is, like, trying to kill them and steal their shit. His brother is a human debris that belongs to that pilot group or that pirate group and is piloting a mobile suit, which most of the mobile suits are like Zaku's. Like there's not any real Gundams anymore. There's only a couple. And it's usually like the one for the main character and then a few other ones from the fancy fuckers in the military. He ends up having to kill his brother or like the guy who is uh, the crazy dude on that side, like kills his brother by like wildly throwing a spear somewhere. Loses his fucking mind, right? That's the first big one. Um, one of the kids who was really cool goes to fight and is like being like good and helpful and then like gets fucking just crushed to death. Uh, what else? Fucking God, so many people died. Uh, the second in command kid who was like basically like the operations manager, his name was Biscuit. He was a chubby little fuck and he was nice to everybody. Him and fucking Orga, which is the main guy like running away from a Gundam. They get fucked up. Mikotsky, uh, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, can't get to them quick enough time. They get blasted out of this little thing. Orga flies. Biscuit is crushed. And he's like half crushed. So he's like trying to crawl over to Orga. And he can't because he's pinned under this thing and dying. So he dies. He's got two little sisters and a grandma. Devastating. Um, God, what else? Um... The fucking main girl that they're like bringing to Earth because she's like a pro don't treat people like shit movement. Her assistant was actually an assassin assigned to kill her by her father, but she ended up giving a shit about her. And then to protect her from getting sniped out in a street after a riot on Mars, she takes a bullet to the chest. She goes down. Um, one of the kids in the newer sect of the CGS was fighting uh, like an Earth war and basically. Uh, some dude betrayed them and then crushed that guy to death. Oh. And he was, like, nine. I see. And that was, like, the one guy's, like, new little brother that he, like, started taking care of and shit. And he found out he died. That was a cool scene. He actually crushed that guy to death in the end because uh, it was, like, a military captain. He literally crushed him to death. Like, you got to watch this guy get squished inside his mobile suit at the end when they were, like... We just have to hold off these guys long enough for everyone else to get away. We are dying here. And he fucking crushes this dude to death. Gets killed while he's doing it. And he's like, still like, no, I'm fucking living to see the end of this shit. I, I think I remember you showed it to me. Yeah, you showed me that very scene. Intense. Like, how fortunate I am. I, I get the chance I, yes. to kill you before I die. Very intense scene. But then... They think everything's going to go good. They're making like a, a treaty pact with the one with the group so everything can be fine again. And then Orga gets fucking shot down in the street, literally gets back up covered in blood and is like, we're going to keep going forward dead. And that's just like literally where everything just went from like as fucking possibly bad as it could have got to. Oh, shit. My heart's broken. So in the end, basically, they're they're stuck in their base. They're being cornered by the military. 
There's really no one left to fight except Mikotsky, who can literally only like move any part of his body when he's hooked up to the Gundam. And then the other guy whose name I can't remember, and it makes me mad because I like him so much. So they're like, okay, we're going to hold them off. Get the fuck out of here. And all the new people, and they run over to the other side of Mars. And they basically just absolutely wipe these people the fuck out. And then the guy crushing the dude to death gets fucking triple speared, dies. And then Mikotsky literally kills, like, half of the dudes who came up and then just gets, like, basically juked out by this girl on the other side who was pretty, like, prevalent with her Gundam. I see. And then that's, like, the cut. And he like had a he got this one of the girls pregnant before he died because she wanted to have his baby and he's like I'm not gonna live, so they fucked. <laughs> and then like you go into the future and like everyone got like reassigned to new jobs. They're all happy, like stuff's going well. And then you get to see like his baby with that girl. And then I guess she's there was another girl who was interested in him who sh they're together now to take care of the baby and it looks just like him with brown hair. And you're like wow I'm dead inside. And then you know what these motherfuckers do to you? You know what they do to you at the end of this thing? They final cut pan to like the first photo taken with the original group of the CGS and everyone's like smiling oh. and happy. And you're just like, I knew it was coming, but you guys are fucking assholes. That seems pretty dickish. Yeah. Super pain. Uh, I think we're, I think we're getting, we're, we're almost out of Where time, we at? aren't we? Where are we at, Kevin? Like how many? Should we squeeze in one more real quick? All right, you got one more to squeeze in real quick? Uh, I actually was going to suggest that we do another segment like this because there are so many Oh, we more. can, but try to get... We got three minutes. We got three minutes. We can okay. do our outro in less than two. Okay. So hit it quick. We're running out of time. Uh, hang on, hang on. There, there, there are a few here. I want to throw in something good. We have less than three minutes. Well, then you think of something if I'm taking too long. Kevin, did you just heartbreak everyone in this room by destroying that couch with your ass? I, just I, I did. Did you? That was you? Yeah. Oh, wow. It does sound like it came from over there. I'm getting to throw sounds. Oh, that's gross. All right. Well, you know what? Yeah, let's just save it for another segment. That fart really threw me off. Thank you guys for listening slash watching today. Um, I'm sorry that this was like a really heartbroken episode, uh, but thanks for joining me and my misery and sadness. Uh, and me. Yeah. So cry, hug your friends, tell them you love them. You never know when you're going to get crushed to death by a giant pair of metal scissors. Wow. You don't, man. It could happen anytime. <laughs> really. <laughs> that was oddly specific. All right, well, we were just talking about Gundam. But yeah, so remember, check us out. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Hit us up on Facebook. Get all in all our... It might could be both, man. Because she died with giant All right, we're scissors. doing it. Shush, we're doing the outro. Sorry. Hit us up on our socials, all the podcasts. Check them out. Let's try something new with our boy here, Matt, and our buddy, Glenjamin Bo Benjamins. I call him that because he gets hundreds. Uh, and then we're going to be on the gas station here with our boy T-Money and white t-shirts all about trapping Circle K and cannabis. Um, oh, also, I would like to say my producer does believe in COVID-19 and he takes the proper approach. He is very safe. Mad respect for him. Takes everything very seriously. He's making him say that. No, he's not. <laughs> stop. Stop. Don't. I'm trying to be sincere here. I want his neck to untighten. Okay. Thanks again for watching us. And don't forget, check out our TikTok, Matt and Andy podcast. We're going to have some cool shit on there, I promise you. You're going to see a lot of stuff of Matt that he doesn't want anybody else to see. On that note, thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a good night. Oh, and Matt's Fet Life is uh, uh, Ding Dong Daddy 2584. Triple X. Seven. QT music. <laughs> It's nice that Kevin puts it in the ears, too, so now we can have our after uh, chat.
I'm so sad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's talk about this sad bullshit, and that'll make me feel better.